Blog Talk Radio. Questions, comments, if you just want to listen to the show, feel free to call me at 516 453 918. That's 516 453 918. Or you can and your questions, comments, or prayer requests. Also, for those who may be interested in 
listening or watching Reconnect My Heart video version, you can go to reconnectmyheartpodcast.com. Reconnectmyheartpodcast.com. You will see the video version of Reconnect My Heart. I hope and pray that you have a great day. I hope that everything is well for you. I want to make sure we heard. One, two, three, four. Okay. One, two, three. Well, okay. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and get started. Today, this is actually on my heart. Um, we had a great time. Uh, actually, this week, it's really been a blessed week for me, and I hope that you all had a blessed week also. But today, I just want to be transparent. I want to talk about today. Sometimes when we go through things, and it seems like the pressure is on you, but in spite of all the pressure, the pain, the hurt that we deal with, we can still have joy in the midst of whatever situation that we face. And that's what we're going to talk about today in the message entitled, today's podcast episode is entitled, get this, joy by the pain. Matter of fact, as I was walking, I was walking around the house, and I kept hearing the song by the great Frankie Beverly is amazed, joy and pain, sunshine and rain. That was really on me because if you really look at it, sometimes in the midst of the things that we deal with, sometimes it's easy for us to give up. Some of us. We give up easily. Some of us, in the slightest glimpse of difficulties, we want to throw in the towel. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? I give up. But don't you know, in the midst of whatever we face, God can help us to be able to smile even when it's dark. For us to be able to look and see not difficulties, as a quote-unquote an end, but also looking at difficulties as opportunities of God being able to reign and show himself strong on behalf of YOU. Hmm. What I was looking at earlier, there was a post that I ended up making years ago on this day, and it said how sometimes the darkest cloud or the darkest point at night can reveal the brightest stars. Hmm. That kind of says something to me. In other words, in the midst of the darkest hour, don't you know it revealed the brightest star? Or if you want to say the stars were able to be seen in the darkest hour. Hmm. Because it's it's actually hard to see the beauty of a star in the daytime. Matter of fact, for those who love jewelry, I found out that sometimes the jewelry will have a diamond, not just in any background, but they have a black cloth to show the glitz, the glamour, the brilliance of that diamond. But get this. 
like I said, the background has to be black. Hmm. And I ain't going to lie to you. I love the sunshine. My life, my life, my life, my life in the sunshine. I love the sunshine. But some of us don't like the rain. Matter of fact, there's another song. Can you stand the rain? Hmm. All these songs that we look at, secular songs, and it's actually trying to get our attention sometimes about spiritual things. And we miss it. Oh, I don't know why they sing some old uh, worldly songs uh, on a Christian podcast. Grow up. The main thing is, for those who may be trying to get the understanding, do you get it? Some of us, we allow ourselves to get so stressed over minute things. It ain't worth it. But the key thing what we have to look at, sometimes, in the midst of the hurt, in the midst of the pain, God will give us joy. Now, I didn't say God will give us happiness because happiness is conditional. Happiness is temporary. Happiness is based upon the event that's going on. And even you can have a great event going on and still not be happy. Matter of fact, I don't mind telling y'all a little bit about myself. Years ago, I was at a beautiful wedding. I was at my cousin Nika wedding. Nika Hogg, hello there, hello there. My cousin Victor Hogg, hey, man, appreciate you. I was at their wedding. And while I was at their wedding, as all the beautiful uh, um, uh, people were around a beautiful wedding. I had a miserable time because my soul was troubled. Not going to a whole lot of detail, but let's just say it was pertaining to matters of the heart. And matter of fact, it was time for me to sit down. And I'm walking around. I was part of the wedding crew. And all of a sudden, everybody was sitting down. And I didn't feel like sitting down, but they wanted the parties to sit down. And now here I am. Mm. It was only one seat available. And this seat was by Nika's father. That so happened to be my pastor, Pastor Otis Logan. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I did not want to sit down, especially sit down by him. Because I know him being a father him being a man, him being my uncle and a pastor, you know, he, he may get something from God about me. And so all of a sudden, I was sitting down. I had to sit down by him. He said, hey, hey, Joe, you all right? I said, yes, sir, yes, sir. He said, no, you're not. He said, I know you. I was dealing with mouths of the heart, like I said. But get this. I could have been happy, but I wasn't. Not only I wasn't happy, I didn't have joy. That was a great opportunity for me to be joyous, but I wasn't. I wasn't happy. I was hurt. And so I said all that to say this. 
Sometimes even when things are going well, that doesn't guarantee that you'll have happiness or joy. And so that's why in the midst of whatever we're dealing with, like I said, even when things are going well, that does not guarantee that you're going to be feeling well. So that's why it's so important for us, for us to be able to really just get to the root of things for us to see what's wrong. What's wrong? Now, what I found out, sometimes what we deal with, let's talk about some of the hurt that we may deal with, okay? Some of the hurt or the pain that we may deal with, the loss of loved ones, pain, heartbreak, disappointment. There are some, especially as of late, I've I've lost, if I'm not mistaken, since Father's Day or the Saturday before Father's Day, one day before Father's Day, up until today, there has been at least eight coworkers I have lost, seven classmates or people that went to my school, and two relatives. That's from the what the Saturday right before Father's Day to last week. That's a lot of people. There are many people that are going through loss, many people that's going through hurt. And not just the grief of losing a person that they love, it could even be pertaining to losing a relationship. There are many people that have gone through or going through a breakup or divorce right now. There are some that have even lost friendships. And we don't talk about it often, but there are some that have even lost family members, and we ain't talking about through physical death either. There are some, they don't call them anymore. Some of them have abandoned their family members. There are some have been hurt by disappointment where some of their friends or family have used them and took them for what they can get out of them. There are people going through real hurt and pain, disappointment, and not just difficulties in the family, Difficulties on the job. There are many people that are stressed out right now. There are people that are wondering in the midst of everything that's going on, God, where are you? And I found that in the midst of the hurt and pain, God can help us in it, and he want to help us in it. Matter of fact, I, shared, I spoke this morning, and I shared this story with um, a few people. I'll tell I'll tell the whole story, but years ago I was going through so much, and I was I was really stressed. And at the time we had already lost um, it was four coworkers, four coworkers that had passed away within two days. And when I found out, I was like, man, this is going to. And I was going through some things in my personal life. And I was lying in the bed. I had a white T-shirt on, and I was lying in the bed, and I looked, and I saw my chest just beating, just beating through my shirt. And God told me if I don't learn and give it to him, I was going to be next. And I told God, like I said, those that know me, I believe in being transparent. I told God, God, I don't know how to give it to you. But, Lord, teach me. I want to know how to. I want to. And let that be a reminder to you all. I'll finish telling the story in a minute. 
But oftentimes we tell people to give it to God. But are we willing to teach them how to give it to God? What does giving it to God look like? We tell people, well, just pray about it. Some people, look, need help. We need to partner up with people. When people are going through something, and I know I know some people say, well, you know, you can't do it for them. We're not even saying it, but it's time for us to be there for those who are hurting. I found out some of the things that will really help a person when they're going through and when they're talking and sharing with people, a person want to feel heard. A person want to be acknowledged. And to be honest with you, I don't care how somebody say, well, you know, you, you don't take all that. But you know what? That's why some of us are going through things. That's why sometimes we don't talk to certain people because some people are so busy talking that nobody listening. And those that are going through, those that are hurt, they want to be heard. They don't, Not everybody want to be rebellious. Not everybody is hard-headed. There are some people that are looking for people to help them, somebody that they can trust, but most importantly, somebody that can trust and help them to what? To be led to Christ. Now, not just pertaining to, uh, of course, being led to Christ, but also knowing the benefits of having security through Christ Jesus. That's something we have to really think about. So going back to my story, when I told God to teach me how to, you know what he did? He set the opportunity for the next time when I had the opportunity to get upset. He told me don't respond. Not everything requires a response, especially from people that's trying to hurt you, people that's trying to use you, people that's trying to make you step outside of your character. What I found out, hurt people hurt others, but also misery love company. So if misery love company, you don't have to take the invite of their company. We don't have to accept that. Like I said, being real, being transparent. Yes, I grew up in church. Yes, my father's a pastor, my uncle's a pastor, all that stuff. Yes. And we as believers, we go through things. We as believers, we make mistakes. But one of the things that God does not want us to do is beat ourselves up and for us to continue the same mistake. That's why, because of his grace and mercy, we can go to him and be transparent with him. Now, what I found out, there are some people we can't be transparent to, and that's what you got to acknowledge. You can't be transparent and talk to everybody. I don't care what title or position they say that they have. You will know them by the fruit that they bear. So watch their fruit that they bear. Watch how they behave. If they start gossiping and talking about other people, I don't care what title they have. If they gossip about other people, I promise you, they'll end up gossiping about you. And don't be surprised. Look, don't assume. Just listen. The Bible tells us. The Bible tells us. The Bible tells us. It tells us to watch as well as pray. It tells us to lay hands subtly on no man. That scripture has really became alive in my life. Lay hands subtly on no man means don't give your approval or send your approval to people who has not earned it. There are so many people that are bypassing the 
probationary period that we're supposed to put upon them, but because we say, oh, well, you know, that person is supposed they they say they they say that they are Christian, they say that they a pastor, a preacher, a deacon, or whatever I said, then all of a sudden we give them a free pass, and we wonder why we always hurt. Quit giving people a free pass. Yeah, I said, yeah, I said, and I won't take it back. I will not take it back. Yeah. So for us to be real and transparent. So what we have to do, we have to be watchful. We have to be mindful. We have to also discern because God would not let us be ignorant when he's trying to show us the red flags. And the red flags are not that pertaining to relationships or courtship. It even pertains to people that you say that you're going to trust. Don't you know warning comes before destruction? You know, so oftentimes what happens, we allow ourselves based on the bad choice that we make in the people we choose to trust or give our heart to or give our attention to. And that's being real and transparent. So with that, we have to make sure that we allow God to help us in spite of we dealing with it, knowing that he can give us the joy in the midst of the storm. Matter of fact, I found out when we go through things in life, I found out that it's okay for us to celebrate. Matter of fact, some people may not like when I do this, but I do this for a reason because it's actually a shock value. It catches the, it catches the people's attention when I do this. I've had some people call me and tell me, well, I'm going through a breakup or blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, congratulations. They say, what? Man, my girlfriend left me. Man, my my man left me. Congratulations. Throw a party. What? They go, it, they was assuming I was going to say, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. No, 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 no. Celebrate. Wait a minute. What you mean? Did you hear what I said? Yeah, you said that your girl left you. Or your man left you. Yeah. What you think about that? I say throw a party. Now, we're not talking about a physical party, but we talk about celebrating God's goodness in the midst of this. Because you think about it, and especially if you didn't do anything wrong, if somebody leave you, that's a good thing. Why? Because if somebody leaves you, it allows the right one to come to you. In other words, if somebody leaves you, that means it frees you for the right one. So if someone leaves you and don't have any staying power and you didn't do anything wrong, then that's the good thing. Throw a party. Throw a party. That means maybe they hurry up and left before your blessing came. Because if your blessing came before, before they left, then they might have contaminated it, or they might have bit off of what belongs to you. Something to think about, huh? Yeah. So if they left, that's a good thing. In other words, sometimes we got to allow people to leave. In other words, sometimes we got to allow people to have the gift of goodbye. Stop. Look, stop having people to stay when they're trying to leave. Stop making people overstay their welcome. We sign, look, and like I said, I, look, I've been there. Like I said, 
Y'all don't mind me telling on myself? Oh, look here. Back in the day, when I was in my younger years, when I was looking for love in all the crazy places, I was trying to hold on to those who were trying to leave. And I was too scared to ask them hard questions because I knew if I asked them those hard questions, then I would get the answers that I did not want to hear and then I would have to face reality of me being alone. I didn't want to ask the hard questions. So I kept throwing those softball questions. And little did I know, I was holding on to people that were trying to leave. And matter of fact, one time I had to ask God, because I tell people, when you real with God, he will be for real with you. I ask God, and this is what I always do. If I'm curious about dating someone, I always go to God and I ask him, God, is this the right one? God, now, this is what I want to do. I'm interested in her. So you let me know if she's the right one. If she's the right one, God, you work everything out. You make it where I'm able to see and recognize your fingerprints all over it. But if she ain't the right one, you take the taste of her out of my mouth. God, if she ain't the right one, God, you don't even allow it to happen. And I guarantee you, it's always within 24 hours, God give me the answer. And, hey, I'm single now, so that means that all the rest of them was a eh. But I had to accept that. I had to accept the truth. And so with that, I had to understand that that was not the right one. And so I had to ask God to help me to accept that. But in the midst of when I got my answer, I had to learn to celebrate. In other words, even be able to have joy and even be able to shout, even through the storm. Lord, thank you, because sometimes that old song, I'm singing some of the songs now, but some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. Sometimes when we want a particular person, God is letting us know that's not the one we need, because God can see further on than what we can see. And we see in someone, and we want someone for right now, but they don't have any stand power to help us achieve where God is trying to take us. They may, look here, they might be the ones to be the thorn on your side. Let's be honest. Matter of fact, I see someone on the air right now. We're going to go to them real quick. Let me see. Okay, there it is. Okay, somebody coming on right now. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. How you doing today? Okay, they left. Okay. Um, so one of the things I found out, I found out that in the midst of God telling you, God telling you and showing you, we have to accept when God reveals it's for our own good. It's for our own good. Some people, well, you know, uh, 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 you know, you, you just, you just, I'm going to say it like this. I had somebody to do this also. Someone that I knew back in the day. They end up being with someone that they were not, quote, unquote, spiritually and emotionally and psychologically compatible with. I'll just say that. And this person was a man of God, was a minister, but the young lady was not saved. The young lady 
was cheating, amongst other things. And the minister saw it, caught her several times and was not married to her. And what he said was, well, you know, yeah, see, I'm, I'm just going to have to pray about it. I'm going to have to pray about it. Dude, wake up and smell the burnt cigarette in your ashtray. Look, something you don't have to pray about. It's right there. <laughs> it's right there. I hate when people use prayer as an excuse. I hate it. I hate it. So, in other words, I always ask people this. Those that may be saying that, so if you want to say, oh, you want to pray about it, you want to pray about it, so let me ask you this. So, in other words, if you see, if you see five or six grown people beating up and trying to rob a little kid that's underage, what you going to do? You're going to sit there and you're going to say, well, we need to pray that they stop hitting on that baby. We need to pray about that. No, you need to come to the defense because if you witness that and don't do anything, don't you know CPS can get you too? Also, <laughs> failure to stop and render aid, hello, hello? So let's quit using, well, we're just going to pray about it as an excuse. Look here, you already, some people, they be saying that they already know what they're going to do. So some people, they say prayer, they always try to use God as an excuse. We need to stop doing that. Stop doing that. So with that, in the midst of whatever we're dealing with, God can help us to have joy in the midst of the storm. And don't you know, sometimes the storm actually washes away the pollutants that may be in the atmosphere, the pollen. God may be trying to clean the spiritual pollens in our life. Also, what I found out, sometimes the storms reveal who's with you. Sometimes the storms reveal who's with you. Sometimes the storms will wash away. People who mean you no good. Actually, the storm can also what? It can put fear in people and run them away. But those that God have for you, oh, they got stand power. You know, some people, no matter what may happen, when they say they're with you, they're with you, they're down with you like two, like four flat tires. And so with that, when it comes down to Hmm. Being able to have joy. Don't you know joy comes from God? And like I said, not just happiness, because happiness is based upon events, but joy in spite of events. Joy happens in spite of events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My daddy said this, and I'll take this to my grave. He said, in life, in life, we say um, there's always some good to come out of every situation. That's what he was saying. There's always some good to come out of every situation, but it's our responsibility to look for that good, to search for that good. Hmm. There are some good that come out of every situation. In other words, that break up, you know, that man that left you. Matter of fact, let's keep it 100. You getting laid off from that job at the time that you did? What if that job was hindering you from you going forth and stepping out on what God told you to do, but you allowing fear 
you allowing fear to handicap you. You allowing your insecurities to handicap you. And it so happens we're so comfortable. We easily get comfortable in the things that we think that will sustain us or what we got. And so sometimes, hmm, we have to allow ourselves to go through life's journey to be led by God. Matter of fact, two people I can I can acknowledge. My pastor, my pastor, which is also my uncle. He got laid off from Red Balls years ago, years ago, over 30 or 40 years ago. And he said that it was so hard for him to be able to preach the word of God. But yet still, when he go home, he's moping. And, of course, I know the type of man that he is, the caliber of a man that he is. You know, he's a provider. And, you know, sometimes when those that provide or those that are fixed men, when we feel like we're in a situation where we can't fix, oh, it's heartbreaking. But what did he do? He heard from his 11-year-old son, Melvin. Matter of fact, I'm going to acknowledge him. Uncle Mel, how you doing, man? And Melvin said, Daddy, you know, we be listening to you. We be watching you. All the time you talk about faith, all the time we hear you talk about faith, now let's use it. Hmm. So when you look at it, now God has blessed him to have, you know, a huge business. But even though he was making his money at Redball, he was comfortable at Redball. But what if he never got laid off? He never would have unless God worked something else out. But he maybe never or he maybe wouldn't have been in the purpose of him having Logos and Son tires. Matter of fact, his daughter, Nika, the one I acknowledged earlier, she was a teacher, but she was getting so much grief from her principal. Now, fast forward. Fast forward. All this little angel that's over there in Cedar Hill, oh, that's her business. That big old daycare learning center, oh, that's hers. That's hers. You know, the one that was having problems with her principal, yeah, that, that's hers. So what I found out, sometimes God would allow some little thorns to be in our nest for us not to get comfortable and rest in our nest. Sometimes God wants us to be able to trust him, and when God says trust him, that means go. So many times we're sitting when we need to be leading or running or standing, or vice versa. So many people, they ran, and God didn't tell them to do nothing but stay, wait, stand still, Hmm. And so with that, understanding in the midst of whatever we did, what God can give us joy. And understand this. Like I said, joy does not have to come from people. It comes from him. We don't have to seek validation from people. As long as you know who you are in God, that's all that matters. Know who you are in Christ. 
So that way, you don't have to deal with crisis from people. So many people, we're so caught up in trying to be people pleasers, and that's robbing us of our joy and our peace. But this is the time for us, for us to be able to get to the point of us saying, you know what, God, help me to maintain my joy and my peace. Help me to maintain what you gave me. And just in case someone who may be watching or listening, matter of fact, let me see, I see someone coming on the air right now. We're going to allow... We're going to allow God to help us in this situation. Matter of fact, I'm going to let them come on. Okay, someone to share. Hello, how you doing today? Let's see. Hello there. Hello there. How you doing today? Okay. Okay. But, um, what we have to understand is when it come down to when it come down to having situations come up, we don't have to allow people to rob us of our joy, no our peace. We don't have to. It ain't look, it ain't our responsibility. It ain't our responsibility to make people like us. Or love us. We do what God has for us to do. But also understand God not to cause confusion. And so in the midst of God wants you to look, not only have joy when things are going well, not only have peace when things are going well, not only to have joy and peace when things aren't going well pertaining to situations, but even dealing with difficult people, not allowing anything or anybody to take our joy because what we do when we allow people to take us out of character, what happens? Not only do they rob, we allow ourselves to be robbed of our joy and peace, but also we allow them to control us, control our emotions, control our happiness. No. Ain't nobody worth that. So I want to encourage each and every one of us God can help us to have a joy in spite of the pain, in spite of the hurt. And actually, when you look at it, when we deal with hurt from certain folks, like I say, it's a good thing because you know who can hurt you. When you can identify those who can hurt you, then you know how to deal with them accordingly. In other words, when people are exposing themselves, it's a good thing. Matter of fact, Maya Angelou said, when people show you who they are, believe them. Don't be in denial. That's for our benefit. But that's something we have to accept. We can't we can't allow ourselves to live a lie. We can't allow ourselves to live as if, well, you know, I didn't do anything. Look here, I found that you don't have to do anything to people for people not to like you. I found that out. You know how to have people. You you can be the nice, sweetest person in the world who never do anything wrong. Always bring in milk and cookies to work. And don't you know that there are people that still won't like you? <laughs> Matter of fact, I don't know. If, I don't know if y'all heard me say this. I don't know if I said this this week or not. But I had a coworker of mine 
years ago. His name was Mr. Cole. He unfortunately passed away a couple years ago. Nice sweetheart of a man. Very soft-spoken. And I was working on the uh, single-cell floors, on the second floor, two west, North Tower. This inmate, boom, boom, boom. You know what, man? You know what, old man? When I, if I get a chance, you're going to be the first one I get because you just too nice. I'm like, for real? <laughs> really? Him? No. And that's when I realized, uh-uh, you don't have to have a reason for people not to like you. Don't you know the devil can get in anybody to try to press your buttons? Matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and go right there. I got some minutes. Let me tell you about when people press your buttons. Let me tell you something. Am I burning Mac Moore? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Listen, when people press your buttons, they're trying to get a reaction out of you. But God's trying to give you the, the joy to ignore their foolishness, their foolish behavior. That's what I found out. God is not going to remove your buttons. Because if he removes your buttons, you have no testimony. But what he would do, he's not going to remove your buttons. Matter of fact, I'm on. He's not going to remove your buttons. What he want to do, he want to deactivate your buttons. In other words, if your buttons are here, he want to pl- unplug it from the inside. So that way, when your enemies press your buttons, you know what? There's no response. Now, that's a testimony because when they used to press my buttons, I used to respond. I used to cuss them out. I used to pull out my knife. I used to go toe-to-toe with them. I used to fight. But now, when they push those same buttons, I don't respond anymore. Why? Because God has shown me how to deal with them. I can't waste my time nor energy in fooling with people who love misery. So if we really think about it like that, it helps us to understand God can help us to have joy and not only have joy, but even deal with difficult folks and not rob ourselves and allow ourselves to lose our joy, our peace, our smile. In other words, don't let anything or anybody stop you from, look, from you enjoying your life, your time, your peace, taking from your peace, your joy. Look, ain't enough time in a day for you to jeopardize your joy, your peace over somebody who who's miserable themselves. Look, if somebody got a problem with you, make sure that that's a problem pertaining to them. In other words, if somebody got a problem, let it be their problem, not your problem. As long as you're doing, and like I said, you can love them, you can respect them, you can pray for them. But don't feed that fuel. Don't fuel that mess. Don't participate in their foolishness. Sometimes, People got to deal with their own foolishness by themselves. You know, there's an old saying, a fool can't argue by himself. So sometimes you got to let people, let it be. 
Matter of fact, that old song, K-Sarah-Sarah, whatever will be, will be. Sometimes you got to let people be who they are by themselves. Don't respond to that. Life is too short. Life is too short. And I ain't talking about the rapper either. Life is too short to allow yourself to not have joy or peace. Don't you know when we allow ourselves to be stressed, it plays a toll on our body. It plays a toll on our mind. Ain't no look. Ain't nobody worth it. Ain't nobody worth that. I don't care who do you. Ain't nobody worth that. So you know, you know how the most important thing for us to understand who we dealing with. If we understand who we dealing with, then we deal with them accordingly. There are some people, like I said, if all they want to do is talk, 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 and they don't want to listen, what's the point of you? Trying to make them, trying to give it, uh-uh. All you're going to do, you ain't de-escalating the situation. You're just making the situation worse. And that's one of the things I found out at work. I've dealt with so many, so many, uh, they call it behavior observation, uh, mental health people or whatever like that. I dealt with them. Matter of fact, they used to be my floor. And so, you know what? Like I said, I found out everything don't need a response. If they don't require a response, you know, it's just like somebody, it's just like somebody, all they're doing is talking on the phone, and you just, you just sitting there, you listening, you listen. You putting the phone down, you yawning. Who is in the room? The one that's doing all the talking or the one that's holding the phone? It's you. Tell them, hey, 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 I, I need to call you back. Just do that. Do that. You know, and, and and because of me, sometimes my intentions are to call people back, and sometimes because I get so busy, sometimes I don't get a chance to talk to them at the time that I desire. So just to let y'all know, in case I tell y'all, I'm going to call you right back. I'm a busy person, and my intentions are to call right back. But if it's somebody that you don't want to talk to, just tell them, hey, I, I need to go. It's okay. In other words, be honest. Because to be honest with you, sometimes people can put stuff upon you, and these are spirits that are hard to carry. So understand, God wants you to be able to have the joy and the peace. God wants you to develop. God wants to protect you here, right here in your mind, your soul, your soul. And that's one of the things we were talking about today. Your soul is your thought process, your mind, your decision-making, your reason, you know, these are the things that the devil tried to change or control your soul, your soul, your perception of things. So what you going to do about it? Okay, so what you're dealing with, okay, it might be painful. It might be hard. But the question is, and I'm not even saying that it ain't hard, but the question is, how are you going to handle it? What is your response to it? What is your response to it? I found out they stress. Even pertaining to forgiving folks, you can forgive them. And forgiveness is not for them. Forgiveness is for you. In other words, when you forgive someone, you let them know, I will not allow you or the event to control my life any longer. Hmm. And even if you feel like they don't deserve forgiveness, like I said, that forgiveness is ain't for them. It's for you. 
And there are some people who may have done you wrong. You don't have to call them or look for them. I just want to know why, why ain't no reason good enough. Matter of fact, if I could be real transparent with y'all, real, real transparent, this might be a little too heavy, but you know what? Like I say, I really, I really don't mind sharing. I share with y'all. When my sister was killed, there was someone that reached out to me and said, you know what I want? I just want to ask that person why they killed my friend Sheila. I said, let's get for real. Ain't no, look, ain't no excuse good enough. What's the point? What's the point of listening to their sorry excuse? Come on now. Ain't no, look, ain't no excuse good enough. It's just like asking someone, why they communicate? Why you robbed that bank? Why you raped that little boy? Why you killed that little girl? Does it matter? Look here, when someone deliberately try to hurt somebody, you can never, you can never expect a logical answer or reasoning from them. So, understand that God can help us in whatever we face or deal with. So, with that, I want each and every one of us from here on out start looking at the opportunity of asking God to give us peace and to hold on to it. Don't suppress what God has for you. Don't give up or abandon what God has for you. That's your peace. That's a gift for you. And matter of fact, just like in the letter that comes through the mail, if somebody else tries to open your mail, don't you know that they have committed a crime? But if that's on a physical sense, why are we allowing people to take our mail? Or why are we allowing people to steal our mail? Why are we giving people access to our mail? Something to think about. So from this point on, we're going to allow God to help us. We're going to admit our mistakes, and we're going to give it to God. Just in case someone who may be watching who may not be saved, Romans 10 and 9 tells us that thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior and believe in the heart that God has raised from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Know that there is nothing too hard for God. All things are possible through Christ. So in the midst of what you're dealing with, the heartbreak, the disappointment, whatever, God can still give you joy and understand that joy and that peace come from him is unshakable, undeniable, and guess what? It's yours for keeps. Dear Father, we're coming to you right now. Thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We're coming to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on today. We're coming to you right now, God. First, God, I ask God to help us right now, God, in whatever situation that we're facing or dealing with. Help us in every area of our lives right now, God. Help us, God, to trust you, God. Help us to rely upon you, God. Help us, God, to seek your word and seek your face right now in the name of Jesus. God, we ask you to help us, God to obtain the joy that you have for us, God. Obtain the peace, God. Obtain the love, God. Obtain the obedience, God. Obtain the forgiveness, God. Help us right now, God. If we're in any areas of our lives that we've fallen short in, ask God to forgive us and help us right now. In the name of Jesus, deliver us from any and everything that's hindering us from being like you, even if it's us, even if we are the problem, God. 
Help us, God, and help us, God, even to be delivered from ourselves right now. In the name of Jesus, we bind everything the devil stands for. We counsel the devil's assignment right now. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, we thank you for joy, for peace, for healing, and for deliverance right now, God. Thank you right now, God, for everything you've done, God. Thank you, Lord, for most importantly, everything that you are right now, God. God, we speak, God, that you help those who may be dealing with situations, God. Comfort them. Be with them right now, God. God, we know, God, that you're the God of all comfort, God, and you can help and heal whatever situation people may be dealing with right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we're speaking right now, God, someone who may be looking for a job. God, we're speaking, God, that you help them, God, to receive the job that you have for them, God. Lead them and guide them to the right job right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we're speaking, God, for those who may be dealing with, uh, like, a breakup or a divorce or whatever, God. Be with them. Comfort them. Protect them right now, God. Even those who may be, who may have dealt with domestic violence, God, protect them right now, God. In the name of Jesus. And, Lord, help them to understand, God, they did not make a mistake, God. But help them to understand, God, that, that you provide a way out. So, God, we speak, God, that you help them, God, not only to get out but to stay out right now, God. Protect them, protect their heart and mind, and give them the opportunity, God, to hear from you and minister to them right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Even when the devil tries to lure them with their emotions to go back, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for giving them the same power to stay out right now, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, but most importantly, everything that you are. And, God, I'm even seeing right now, God, for those who may be listening behind bars right now, God, minister to them, God, help them, God. Help them and deliver them from whatever they may be dealing with right now, God. And, God, we speak, God, that you put a head of taking over their families right now, God. Minister to their families in the absence of maybe the breadwinner right now, God. Help them right now, God. The children, God, help them, God. Deliver them, protect them, God. Speak to them right now, God. In the name of Jesus, break their generational curse right now, God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, for most fully, everything that you are. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I thank each and one of y'all who tune in. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to contact me on, on Brother Prater, B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Prater, P.S. Paul, R-A-T-S. Tom, E-R. Um, you can catch me on Facebook where you see my data devotions and videos. Also, um, you can go to my website at brotherprater.com. BrotherPrater.com, uh, you will see my data devotions and my videos as well as my personal appearances. Also, you can go to the store section of my website where you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men, A Path to God of Fatherhood. A Few Good Men was written to inform them the needs and the responsibilities towards their, towards their family, their children, or their children's mothers, regardless they're with them or not. But also, talking to the ladies to talk to them about a potential future husband and or fathers to present or future children. Also, the other book, The Girl Who Was Her Brother's Keeper, The Love Beyond Life, um, this is a story, a book about um, my sister, Sheila Prater, and our relationship. Um, Sheila Prater, my sister, was killed in the hands of uh, domestic violence. You know, um, she, she trusted the wrong one. And so that's one reason why I talk to people all the time. Be mindful who you love. Be mindful who you talk to. Um, so with that being said, uh, what I'm what I am going to do um, today is Sunday. What I'm going to do on Tuesday. My first time doing this uh, Tuesday. I really, really, really uh, 
want to encourage y'all that may be watching, I'm going to make a special video, a video on this coming Tuesday, uh, maybe at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, it's a video, just me being real and transparent. This is a part two of a video I made seven years ago called Real Men Talk. I'm going to have a part two this coming Tuesday, and I may do it live. So y'all tune in. So with that being said, I thank each and every one of y'all who tuning in, and thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Rethink My Heart podcast. God bless you, and good night. Mm-hmm.